is the Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My name is Jonathan Harvey, and you can call me John, J-O-N, just the way I like it. Um, I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast, um, two times a week, not necessary, always on the same day, but you can pick me up on uh, tmcpnation.com and all the other platforms that do um, podcast hosting, such as iHeartRadio, such as Spotify, such as Google, Apple, and many, many more. Like I said earlier, 45 platforms. There's no reason you cannot find me. There should be no reason in which you cannot find your boy. Hey, I want to talk about some of the things that are going on in this country today, the current events, such as the 118th Congress of the United States, the Joke Club. They are a real joke. I have to tell you that because it just amazes me. You know, you get Kevin McCarthy in. It takes 15 rounds of voting to get him in. And he had one thing that was holding over his head. And that was, hey, Kevin, if you don't do your job, one person can put forth a vote to vacate the speakership. And he screwed that up. See, that's the typical Republican way. You give them a inch, them idiots will fall off the cliff. They never make it in a mile. That's how those idiots are. The Republican Party of the United States, they are a joke. And now most people say, well, you know what? We need to have another party. No, you don't need another party. You need to stop voting for the idiots that's in the party that we have. The party's not, I mean, I've said this to people many times. The federal government has absolutely no problems. There is no problem with the federal government the way the founders created it. No problem at all. It's not a perfect government, but you tell me what's better. But not only that, though it is imperfect, it's the best government for this country. The problem with the federal government are the idiots that's running it. See, that's the problem. It's the idiots that are running. These guys are all about themselves. Kevin McCarthy should have known, you know, you better do something because they're dangling the dagger over your head. And if you don't do what you're supposed to do, that dagger will fall on you and stab you in the back. And guess what? The dagger found Kevin McCarthy. Now, I remember in an interview, Kevin McCarthy, he was so Kevin McCarthy was so arrogant where he thought uh, he's going to have a tough time getting me out of the speakership because there's too many people that are for the way he was doing thing and were and they were happy with what he was doing. But what he forgot about all it took is fight. All it took was five. That's where he was weak. That tells you he was a leader. He didn't know his position of compromise. Because a good leader would have known, I need to protect this position by giving the people and the people's representative what they need and what they want when the time is to come. You know, here it is now eight months later since January, and they really haven't done anything. They tell you they've done some great things, but you know what? They really haven't. To a lot of Americans, especially those that are 
MAGA Republicans, which are right now the large majority of the Republican voters, believe it or not. And the leader of the MAGA movement is one man, Donald J. Trump. Kevin McCarthy should have known that guys like Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, Andy Biggs, and others will come after him if he does not do his job. And one of the main things, well, let me back. One of the main issues with, with what's been going on in the House for many, many years is continual resolutions. They need to stop. They need to go away. Because that is how they keep padding their pocket by throwing all this pork into one continuous bill that they roll over from legislation to legislation to legislation. So they never really vote on it. What Matt Gates wants is simply this. If you want to pass a bill based on um, the border, for example, it's only one bill and it's only about the border. I completely agree with that. Completely agree with Matt Gates on that. The problem is, people don't understand, if you keep letting Washington do what it do, does, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. And the only people that get screwed, people, are you. You're the only ones that get screwed. The politicians don't. Case in point. Government shutdown. They still get paid. And if you work for the government and you're non-essential, you do not get paid. You don't understand this. You do not get paid. Matt Gates and others want term limits. And I've said this many, many, many times. Anybody who's asking for term limits, you should be suspicious of them because they're usually lying. But this time, I would say, I think Matt Gates is telling the truth because I don't think he wants to be a congressman much longer because the word is he's thinking about running for governor of Florida. And that's his prerogative. But there should be term limits. A lot of people say we don't like term limits. We just vote them out. That's a crock of shit. That is a bunch of crock of shit. That case, Mitt Romney should have never been there. That case, Lindsey Graham should have been gone a long time ago. That case, Chuck Schumer should have been gone by the Democrats. And that case, uh, Mitch McConnell should never be ever a senator for the United States government. Or I should say the United States people. That's a crap. People do not vote out bad people because one, name recognition keeps them in. Number two, people are too lazy to do anything for vetting the candidates. They say, well, you know what? I voted for him last year. I'll keep voting for him again. That's how they stay in power. And that's how we stay in trouble. And that is why we are in trouble. We allow the same people to control the country. People say, you know, will say sometimes, why get rid of Mitch McConnell? Because Mitch McConnell is the, is the president of the United States Senate. So when these guys are going to go to get reelected, they get money from the Republican Party. And guess who determines in the Senate who gets the money? Mitch McConnell. So if you don't play by Mitch's game, you will not get any help from the United States Senate. Another thing is that's a good thing about Matt Gates is that he does not receive money from lobbyists or big corporations. 
You know who he received his money from? The people. The people. And now they're chastising him because he's raising money via emails or whatever is going on for his next election. They all raise money. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to raise money. The the uh, the rhinos are trying to make it sound like it sounds bad. No, you should raise your money from the people. The people will be the ones that are behind you. It's not big government. It's not Jeff Bezos. It's not Bill Gates. It's not Warren Buffett. It's not The Rock. It's not Oprah Winfrey. Free, Oprah Winfrey. You should not be getting most of your money from big donors. You should be getting it from the people. And that's the way Gates does it. But they talk about it as if it's something bad. It isn't bad. It's actually good. And a lot of us like it. Like when Donald Trump was running in the beginning, most of the money came from Donald Trump and the people. When the people really got behind him, the money started rolling in because a lot of people wanted Donald Trump. Not only that, Donald Trump was smart enough to know how to work the media as well. He got millions and millions and millions of dollars of free advertisement because he was such a hot topic. And it's not always a good topic for, for the other side. But as far as Max, Matt Gates, I think he had done the right thing. He was doing the right thing. The problem was he turned the lights on the cockroaches and you saw what the cockroaches done. They all tried to turn on him. And that's politics. That is politics. You know, I listen to guys like Sean Hannity and 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 uh, what's his name, Glenn Beck, and others talking about. We well, you know Matt Gates. It wasn't a good idea because they don't have a pathway forward. Shit, who cares? Because we saw the pathway we're on right now, where it was taking us. We're at thirty-two trillion dollars. Anything to get us off that course, because the stupidity of people were saying that we don't have. A pathway forward. I can tell you what. It did stop a lot of shit from happening. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. And this is why I said so many TV show hosts and radio hosts. They're part of the problem. They have a lot of listeners who they influence. With some of the bad and most moronic ideas I have ever seen. When they say. We don't have a pathway forward. So that means the pathway that we are on right now is a good pathway to be on, right? Because they got rid of... So had we kept Kevin McCarthy, we're supposed to be on a good path. How is that possible? How is that possible? Kevin Car McCarthy is not a new speaker. He's been there before when we were having issues in this country. And he's working with the Democrats to pass some of these continual resolutions. Now, look, I will say this. Some aspects of it are supposed to save the federal government 30% in the next 30 days, next 45 days. Okay, 45 days is nothing compared to a full year. We want to know what the long-term game. Don't do shit short enough to make it sound good. It's what's the long-term game. What are you going to do in the long-term? Kevin McCarthy, if you hadn't done anything in the first eight months, why do you think we think you're going to do something in the next 16? Because you're only in office for 24 months. And then you are, then you are out trying to get reelected again. And you're not doing the people's work. 
So why did you not do what you're supposed to have been doing initially from day one? See, this is what got your ass in the fire. This is what brought you to the fire. You did absolutely nothing. Something as simple as issuing subpoenas for Hunter Biden. What's taking so long? What's taking so long? We talk about the FBI, even though we know the DOJ, you know, is somewhat crooked as of late. If they can pretend they want Hunter Biden to go to prison or to jail, speaking of the DOJ, why isn't the House, why hasn't the House issued something such as a subpoena? It's almost like you're protecting someone. It's almost like you are part of the cabal, part of the swamp. And look, Jim Jordan, I like Jim Jordan a lot. But the problem is, I'm sick of these damn hearings. Nothing ever come out of these hearings. When's the last time you heard of somebody going to prison, especially from the Democratic side? Everything that's happened in the last two years with the Ouchie and Hunter Biden and others, Hillary Clinton, no one's gone to jail. Had that been my black ass, I'd been under the jail 10 feet under. See, and they say this is not a two-tier justice system. That is an absolute lie. That is an absolute lie. Well, maybe if you're Hispanic, you can break the board, break the law across the border. You don't go to jail. You get a you get a cell phone. You get a free hotel to stay in. You get some of my taxpayer money to buy food with, some of my taxpayer money to buy clothing with. Don't tell me it's not a two-tier two-tier justice system. You determine who's on that tier. The federal government has. And hell, in some cases, it's the states as well. So I'm just sick and tired of this bashing Matt Gates for doing mostly was the right thing. Now, was some of it probably for selfish reasons? Quite possibly. Is it some of it possible because he wants Donald Trump to run as president, speaker of the house? Quite possibly. I would say most likely. But with that being said, there was a lot of things that should be changed that he brought to the forefront to the public persona and let the public know that these things need to change. We've been saying it a long time. Politicians have been saying nothing about it but sweeping under the rug and continue doing things the way they have always been doing it. It is time for a change. And if it takes Matt Gates to bring her on that change, so be it. So be it. At least we know one of eight people have the kahunas in the United States Congress to stop kissing each other's ass to stay in the game. To stay in the game. And that's what it's really all about with these guys, to stay in the game. None of these guys do it because they, they, they're, con listen, look, I'm going to piss some people off, but I'm going to say it anyway. Majority of these guys that are running for office are not patriots. They are not patriots. They're parasites. A lot of them are parasites. 
They tell you what you want to hear so they can get what you work hard for, and that's your money. Not because they want to keep it in your pocket. It's because they want to put it in theirs. If you don't believe me, look at their pre-election net worth and look at their present-day net worth. And I hear people make excuses for these guys. You know, they go from $250,000 net worth to $2 million, $3 million, $4 million in a year or two years' time. Oh, they just, you know, they got really good at the stock market. So what, you become a representative? And all of a sudden, you're, you're in a scholar at the stock market. You know what's going to go up and what's going to go down. You know where to put your money all of a sudden because you become a representative, but you do a half-assed job at running a country or representing your state? No, that doesn't happen because when you become one of them, you become an antenna. And that antenna is receiving all the insider trading that floats through the floor of the Senate the White House, and the Congress. Look at um, Melendez from New Jersey, dirtbag congressman. Hell, he got away with it the first time, and he tried to do some smart shit again. And this time he's going to get busted. You know, Hunter Biden's so smart, he can smoke crack in his bathtubs, take a picture of it, and still stay out of prison. That man's not going to go to prison. He may go to jail for 30 days to make it look good and give it a good optic. But he's not going to go long-term prison. You know, if lying on a uh, your application for uh, a gun is uh, 48 months in prison. He's lucky if you see 30 days. I'm no scholar on the law. I'm no scholar on um, the judiciary brain but I know who his dad is. How much of a scholar do you need to be to realize what the outcome quite possibly is going to be? It's almost kind of a no-brainer. Now, I tell you what, listen, if Joe Biden pardoned his son, you can't blame him. It's his son. Dirtbags protect dirtbags, and especially when the dirtbag is dirtbag's son. So I really can't fault him for that. But we know they both are crooks. These are saying all crooks aren't in prison. They're actually in Washington, D.C. They're actually in Washington, D.C. And uh, for some reason, they all love to go to. As a matter of fact, when they get out of office, they stay in Washington, D.C. And then they become lobbyists. Or work for CNN or work for Fox News, making tons of money as a um, contributor. Fox News contributor. So, people in the next few days, next week, don't be surprised when Jim Jordan becomes the new Speaker of the House. Now, I tell you this. If if um, Trump becomes the Speaker of the House, the whole world is going to lose their crap. The moderates, the rhinos in this country are going to lose their shiz. There is no way... They want that man to be the Speaker of the House because you know what? Then he can control what's on the floor and what's off the floor when it comes to legislature. 
Can you imagine what happens when he has that much power? I mean, you think about it, he's still the third most powerful man in the country. President, vice president, speaker of the house. So if Joe would accidentally keel over and pass out for life, Trump becomes the president for a minute until Kamala is inaugurated or sworn in, or if they want her. And imagine what he can do in that short period of time. Because this is why the Congress need to have their shiz together just in case that does happen. But it won't happen. He won't get 210 votes. He won't get 218 votes because the Rhino Republicans will not vote for him. He's not going to get a vote from, you know, people to the likes of Kevin McCarthy, most likely. Now, I will tell you this. If they don't vote for him, it could be political suicide for some of these guys. Um, because right now, the MAGA party, the Trump party, they are deep. They are seriously, seriously deep. And But not only that, there's a lot of Democrats who have crossed the aisle just for Trump. I wouldn't say they crossed the aisle permanently, but a lot of them realize we want that man back. A lot of minorities are thinking the same thing. We want that man back. My four years with Trump was 10 times better than the three years I've had with Joe Biden so far. Joe Biden has brought about, brought about some of the most miserable three years of my life. And what I mean by that is, you know, everything that they've done has been counterproductive for the American people. Now, if you're in Ukraine right now, shit, you're high on the hog, shit. You're getting your money and didn't have to do shit for it. As a matter of fact, you live in Poland and you still get a check for Ukraine. Now, I don't know if that's literal, but I wouldn't put it past what's going on over there. You know, we've put out over $100 billion with all the countries involved. We've given Ukraine over $100 billion. And the last time I heard, they're not doing any reconstruction right now. What's the point? It would get blown up and shot down. And it was, hey, Russia, shoot this new building on here we just built. We need some more money for them stupid Americans. Hey, we're going to build a new city. Don't blow it up right now. But uh, give us about three months. We're going to build this new city with the Americans' money. Then you blow it up again. Then you send us some more money. And our dumbasses will send it. No, let me back up. Joe Biden and his people will send it. Because we conservatives are sick of it right now. We're getting tired of it. I mean, we've got people here on our own ground that's starving, don't have a place to live. You're sending money over to Ukraine to build, rebuild Ukraine, but yet we had we never have money for our own people. It's amazing. Every year, physical fiscal year, the federal government has a shitload of money to spend. And if they don't have any money, guess what? They just print more. But isn't it kind of curious at the end of every fiscal year, they're like down to the last dying then here comes the threat the government shutdown send essential workers get the work for free work without pay until you know the government prints more money or come up with more money blah 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 but it's just amazing to me every year it's like they spend their money up to the last dime dime two days before the fiscal year 
and all of a sudden we're in a crisis all of a sudden. As if they don't know the fiscal year comes about every single year in September. Every single year. Give or take the date, the fiscal year is here. And they act as if they're shocked all of a sudden. It jumped out like a cockroach when the lights are turned on. What the hell? What do we do now, Bobby? Yeah, every year. Every year. And I get so sick of tired. It's, it's just like the Democrats every two to four years yelling racism. Especially when it's a white candidate. Shit, nowadays they're so brave. They even call blacks racist now. Black conservative racist. This is how bold the Democrats are nowadays. And we always blaming everything on the Democrats. In actuality, it's the uniparty. It's the uniparty. That's how they stay in power. No one party gets more power where he can delete the other party. Because they need that. Because that's what's caused the division. Because if it was just one party, they wouldn't have shit to blame on anybody else. Then you can say, you screwed up, Democrats. You can't blame this on the Republicans. You did this by yourself. The Republican Party collapsed, disappeared. You effed up. That is why they maintain two parties. It's to share the power. It is to share the power. Now, was that the intention of the fathers of this country? No, it wasn't. As a matter of fact, back in those days when the country was founded, there was no such thing as the Republican Party. That didn't happen until 1854. But evil men figured out how to make the system work. Evil men figure out how to stay in power. See, while a lot of people don't realize the Democratic Party and the Republican Party they are not part of the federal government. Let's get that clear again. Make that clear. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party are not part of the federal government. They are men who we have given the rights or the, the authority to spend our private money. See, they're a private organization spending our money. They are not special. They are a private organization, just like Habitat for Humanity, just like the, um, you know, all these other 501c3s. And I don't even know if they're a 501c3. They're probably a C4 because they take donations and they, they are partisan. But they are not the federal government. But they will not allow another party or organization, I should say, come in and share that power with them. For example, you got the Independent Party. You have the Libertarian Party. And they don't want them boys involved. Now, you could come in individually as the Libertarian, but they will never, ever get the party or amass the power as the Republican or Democrat Party. It'll never happen. It will never happen because they will have to share the power and that won't work. And it's just like their politics is just like the um, 
scope of the country. You know, they need some Republicans to hate the Democrats and Democrats to hate the Republicans. And that keeps us divided. So if you got 340 million people, you don't have three, 441 million people blaming one party. You split it in half to 170 million people disliking two parties. Now you're divided. Hence the phrase divide and control. And that's what it's about. Divide and control. And these men know this game. They know this game. They know it quite well because it's handed down to them from previous legislators. And when you know when you get in there, they tell you how it's going to go. The good old boy system. That's on the Democrat and the Republican side. It is the country club. It's the country club on the hill. And it sounds like I'm pissed off at Congress. I pretty much am because they're useless. They are useless. The only people they suit is suit, they suit themselves. So, yeah. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, my day is about to come to an end here on the podcast. And uh, I really enjoyed this show. I enjoyed talking to you. I, I enjoy sharing you my thoughts and the little bit of intellect that I discover every once in a while. Um, hey, look up, look me up on the, um, tmcpnation.com or the Ruthless Truth on um, TikTok. Yes, TikTok, because, yes, they screw me over too and monitor me but they're not as bad as facebook you can look up me on facebook too the modern Conservative podcast podcast instagram the modern actually tmcp nation uh as well but look me up take a listen um go to the website you don't have to buy merch that's up to you guys we don't make a lot of money on merch and uh, i will see you guys next week and then uh, we'll have another chat about what the world is really going on what is really going on in this world my name is Jonathan Harvey, and I'm the host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. I love y'all. Have a great weekend. This is the Modern Conservative Podcast with John Harvey.